These questions are there to help you understand how negative influences are affecting you, are showing up in your life, that they are in fact in your life, whether they are negative influences that exist outside of yourself or a negative influence in your own subconscious programming. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, we are in the list of self-analysis tests, test questions that are in chapter 15 on how to outwit the six ghosts of fear. And Hill has put forth these questions for us to self-evaluate, self-analyze with and, and use them as a tool to get at whether we are allowing negative influences into our life, whether those are negative influences that come from outside of ourselves or come from our own subconscious and we're living out, we wanna become aware of them. Awareness is key, it's the first step so that we can change them. Okay, let's get started here. Are you sarcastic and offensive in your conversation? So just think about that. Are you sarcastic and offensive in your conversation? If you are, it's probably indicative that you are thinking negatively about someone else, or you are thinking negatively about yourself and you're trying to throw up a smoke screen and are a bit defensive about it. So let's deflect and do this sarcasm and, you know, deflection move. If you're offensive, if you're disrespectful to other people, you probably don't hold them in high regard, which is indicative that you don't hold yourself in high regard. The people out there who are not gracious to other people, who are rude and diminishing and denigrating to others, are generally people who have low self-esteem themselves. Because if you have high self-esteem, you understand that even if someone makes a mistake, that it's not the end of the world and you don't have to denigrate them. So think about, are you sarcastic in any way? Now, some people are brought up with thinking that sarcasm is a way of creating humor. And sure enough, if you're a comic, I think there is a way to do sarcasm, but if you're doing it, if you're using it as a way of putting someone down and deflecting attention away from yourself, pay attention to that. So are you being sarcastic? Take a look at that. And are you being offensive, disrespectful in any way in your conversation or your behavior? Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, next up in the list of self-analysis test questions to see if you are open to negative influence in your life is this. 
Do you deliberately avoid the association of anyone? And if so, why? Now, this is a this question goes both ways. Because on the one hand, if you recognize that someone is negatively influencing you, you need to set a boundary. You need to draw a line. And sometimes that does mean consciously and deliberately avoiding associating with someone. And that is a powerful and positive thing that you can do for yourself. Now, do you want to get to the place where you are immune to that? Absolutely. You know, at some point you want to be so strong on the inside that you don't, don't need boundaries on the outside. So here, that's what he's talking about here. Do you deliberately avoid the association of anyone because you are open to negative influences and you don't want to experience them? So you need to set this boundary. Is that what you are doing? That just means that you have more growth internally to create for yourself so that you can be strong enough on the inside that you're not receptive to those negative influences. The other way to interpret this question is, do you deliberately avoid the association of anyone? And if so, why? Like, are you avoiding someone because you think they are lesser than or wrong or bad or, you know, somehow you're diminishing other people? Maybe you think they're, they're better than you are and you're worried about that and it's an indicative of the negative influences coming from inside your mind where you're internally worried about showing up in a particular way being good enough that's an internal negative influence oh my god i'm not keeping up with the joneses right however that works in our world now with social media and comparison so are you deliberately not putting yourself in association with someone because you don't want it to make you feel a particular way. And that would be an indication of your own internal negative thinking that you are at effect of. So take a look at that today. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. We are on the list of self-analysis test questions to identify if we are susceptible and open to negative influences, whether those come from outside of ourselves or internal from our own subconscious. So the next question is a fascinating one. Do you suffer frequently with indigestion? If so, what is the cause? So oftentimes indigestion, it means that we are in fear and doubt and worry. We're, we're, we're very, um, nervous and upset. And what could be the cause of that? Well, it could be your diet, right? It could be that you're allergic to something that you're eating and you're having this physical reaction, or it could be that there is someone negative in your sphere of influence that is affecting you. And you need to look at that. It's as simple as that. It could also be that your internal self-talk is causing you so much consternation, so much worry, so much discomfort, discomfort that it's coming out in the form of indigestion. Now, it could also come out in the form of back pain or shoulder pain or any other physical ailment. You just want to look at whether that is at its core 
coming from a place of internal negativity or external negativity. It's not always the case, but it's often the case. Ever feel like a fish out of water? Like nobody really gets you? Well, if you are loving this podcast, then you'll love the Unstoppable Woman community. Meet high-performing women going for more in their lives and businesses at the Income Breakthrough Summit that we are holding for you. Learn more and grab your ticket at theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. I hope to see you there. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Next up in our list of self-analysis test questions is this. Does life seem futile and the future hopeless to you? If so, why? Now, chances are if you are engaged in listening to this material, Life does not seem futile to you, and you aren't thinking of the future as hopeless. Generally speaking, you have a growth mindset. You are positive. You are an action taker. You're proactive. You're going for it, and you don't see things as futile or hopeless. That said, we all get into places where that takes over, or maybe it becomes a little bit more than what we would like it to be. So I would look at asking this question in this way. Is there an aspect of your life that seems futile? Do you tend to look at some aspect of your business as never going to change or somehow hopeless that you're not going to be able to affect the change or the outcome that you desire? Is it a small little bit? Is it a large bit? How is this actually showing up for you? Do go through phases. Oftentimes we as women have hormonal fluctuations throughout the month. And is there a period of time where it seems futile or hopeless to you? Just acknowledge that. See what's happening there. And is this an indication that you have let a negative influence into your thinking, whether that's coming from outside circumstances or from internally inside of you. Are you susceptible to your own negative influences? So your own negative thinking about circumstances or experiences. Okay, so that is your thought for the day. That is what you need to explore and evaluate and go explore, go evaluate. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, as I hope you know, we are on the set of questions, the self-analysis test questions that are in chapter 15 and we are going through them one by one so that each day you can spend some time really thinking about how this might be showing up in your life, giving it some specific consideration so that you can self-evaluate, self-analyze, and better your best. Change what needs to be changed in your life. And again, these questions are there to help you understand how negative influences are affecting you, are showing up in your life, that they are, in fact, 
in your life, whether they are negative influences that exist outside of yourself or a negative influence in your own subconscious programming. So both things are worthy of exploration. So the next question is, do you like your occupation? If not, why? Now, having meaningful work is not necessarily a God-given right. However, you do have the opportunity to step into an occupation that you love. Every person has that opportunity. You need to take advantage of it. You need to create it for yourself. You need to make it manifest for yourself. And if you're not, why might not that not be? Well, it might be that there is a negative influence that you are harboring in your subconscious programming, like a concept, a self-concept that says, that's not for me. I'm not allowed to have that. I'm not allowed to be someone who has that. Now, consciously, you might not agree with that. Consciously, you might say, of course, I can have an occupation that I like, that I love. But subconsciously, you took on an identity that said, it's only allowed for people like me to be in occupations that we don't like. And perhaps that was because you were brought up in an environment, a family environment or a cultural environment, your community was full of people who did not like their occupations. So that became the norm and it became what you thought was allowable for you. Everyone else did this. If I do more than this, I'm becoming too much for my tribe, my community. Therefore, I don't want to lose the security that comes with being in this community. So I will make a meaning for myself, meaning a self-image that says, I cannot do more than those around me. So you're going to want to look at that. Or perhaps you exist currently in an environment where everyone is complaining about their occupation. Everyone is really unhappy at work. And so in order to fit in, you do the same thing. That's an existing external negative influence for you. So take a look at that today. Is there anyone or are there a number of people by whom you are influenced that keep you from really stepping into an occupation that you love? Is the community that you're in saying, no, we all hate our jobs, you should too. That's a negative influence. Or is there a negative influence from your past upbringing? Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. The next question in our self-analysis test questions to see if we are susceptible to negative influences is, do you often feel self-pity and if so, why? So self-pity by definition is excessive, self-absorbed unhappiness over one's own troubles. I think most of us would answer yes to this. Inside our head, are you self-absorbed with your own troubles? Is it dominating your thinking? Are you focused on yourself excessively? Excessively. 
So that's an important thing to look at. And then you have to figure out if this is because of your environment, that everyone around you is complaining about their lives and what's happening for them, or your conditioning, how you were brought up. Is this how you were conditioned to think? And then what about changing it? What if you said, I wasn't gonna be absorbed with my unhappiness, my own troubles, I'm going to focus on what's going well, things that are happening that are positive, the things that are going right in my life. What if I focused on more of what I wanted, not in a way of denying a situation, but there's a difference between acknowledging a situation and problem solving around it and being stuck in a loop of self-pity, stuck in a loop of complaining, stuck in a loop of self-absorption. So you gotta be honest here, do you do that a lot? And where can you clean that up? Where's the next edge for yourself? Where are you saying it's all right for me to be in self-pity right now? Now I'm not making an, I'm not advocating for suppressing your feelings. You must express yourself. You must get your feelings out. But once you've done, then you need to shift how you are thinking about things, okay? So think about this for yourself. Are you feeling sorry for yourself? And is that a call for attention? And what could you do instead? How could you get positive attention instead? Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So as context, we are going through the self-analysis test questions to see if you are available to the negative influences of people and circumstances outside of yourself or through your own conditioning, through your subconscious internal to yourself. And the next question here to ask yourself out loud is, are you envious of those who excel you? So excel could be in terms of the amount of money that they make. It could be in terms of the kind of relationship that they have, the kind of health, or maybe you're, you're envious of the way they look their body type, how they dress. Maybe you're envious of their confidence. Maybe you're envious of their ease with which they share their feelings or the ease with which they relate to other people. There's so many things that you could be envious about that people are, you know, further along than you are. So are you envious of those who excel you? And that's the question to ask. Now, why would this be a example or a a cause or representation, I should say, of being influenced by negative thinking. Well, if you look at people who are further along and you are envious of them and then go into that sort of criticism of them, so a lot of people do this with the rich, right? They want to be rich, but then they look at the rich and they start saying negative things about them. And that's a negative influence. Either it's coming from yourself or it's coming from outside of yourself. Or what about 
people who dress nicely and spend time on how they put themselves together. A lot of people are envious of that, so they'll criticize that person. That criticism then becomes a negative influence on you. If that is something that you're going for, why would you want to criticize it? Self-worth, confidence, all of this. You know, people will put down a woman with confidence. You've seen this happen many times. They'll criticize her as being uh, too full of herself or too... Uh, direct or or even too aggressive and that is a negative influence that you need to block your mind to because don't you want to be someone who's confident and who's unstoppable and who goes for more and creates more and is a positive influence in this world and is making a great impact and fundamentally people criticize when they're not willing to do the work themselves and if they're in ignorance they don't know how to achieve what they really want or they've tried to achieve it and they haven't been successful of it they will criticize that becomes a negative influence and then you're impacted about by it you stop thinking that you can do it and the antidote for this is i can do that too when i was making my big quantum leap going from 138k to 700k in one year I claimed the goal of making a million dollars. And I did that because I heard that other people had done this. And I said, if they can do it, I can do it too. And so instead of being in envy or jealousy and saying, oh, I'm going to criticize them, that's all hooey, and dismiss them and make it be something that is not good for some reason. I said, if they can do it, I can do it too. And that can be your answer to any time you feel envy. Hey, I'm feeling envy. I want that. If they can do it, I can do it too. That is a positive influence on yourself rather than a negative one. So with that, go think about what you are envious about today. And then think, if they can do it, I can do it too. Turn that around for yourself. Bonus content of this episode, I want to go back to the concept of boundaries that I mentioned earlier. Boundaries are something that I get asked all the time about. How do you set them? When are they required? How does it work? And I'd like to go into that in a little bit more detail because they are a reflection, the need to to set a boundary is a reflection that you have some sort of opening to negative influences around you. Let me explain. You have a desire to go in one direction. You want to do X, Y, and Z with your life, but you feel like you can't do that because someone is imposing themselves on you. Now here's the rub. Sometimes that someone is you. Sometimes that someone is someone else like your parents, your siblings, your neighbor, your, your best friend. It could be your clients. It could be team members. It could be contractors, um, any number of people. So let's talk about when it's you, this would look like you want to be more effective and efficient at work, but you keep Uh, saying you'll do things for friends in the middle of the day, getting your, um, booking your hair appointments and your nail appointments whenever, um, just not showing up 
in any, any structured way in your business. Now, of course we want to allow for some flow and some, some, uh, less rigidity. That's why we're in business for ourselves. However, if you're setting your appointments in the middle of the day, you're going to lose momentum, uh, by appointments, I mean, self-care appointments, you're going to lose momentum. So maybe you need to set a time boundary with yourself. I only do self-care appointments on a particular day. I only do self care appointments before 9.30 in the morning or after 4.30 in the evening. That is a boundary with yourself and you set it by getting clear both about around what the problem is and around what the solution is. And then you make a commitment to yourself and you stay disciplined to that. Now this requires that you stay disciplined to it. This might also look like Uh, doing what you say you will do. Meaning if you put something on your calendar, you show up and you do it. Um, Maybe that's time for sales calls. Maybe that's time for research. Maybe that's time for study. Maybe that's time for client work, but you put it on your calendar and you stay clear about it. That's a boundary. Now, sometimes we're unable to keep our boundaries with ourselves, meaning our commitments with ourselves. And this is where you have internal programming, subconscious programming that is causing you to override your conscious choice. And that's a lot of what I help my clients with getting clear about how to uh, transform that and, and really, uh, step into a higher level with yourself. Okay. So you have to transform it on the inside so that you can take different action on the outside. Okay. Then there are boundaries with other people. So setting a boundary with someone else is absolutely required. If you are not being a person who already has a clear boundary. Now there are times Uh, in situations in which you have clear boundaries already. You don't have to work hard to stay in commitment with them. They they just are who you are. They are, it's, it's not, it's not challenging. No one pushes your buttons around it. No one uh, tests your boundaries. It just is. Okay. What would be a good example of that? Someone wouldn't necessarily ask you to, do something if you were sick. Okay. So that is a socially acceptable boundary. You're probably accepting that as well. So when you're sick, you have a boundary around, I'm not going to go out and help my mother, um, organize her closets. Okay. And, and that's respected by other people and it's respected by yourself. There, I I tried to find an example that most people would agree with. Now, some people have boundaries already in different places in their life and their business, and they don't need to set a clear articulated boundary with the other person because it's just who they are. It's just how they show up. It's who you are on the inside. So it comes out in how you speak and how you talk and what you say and your responses and your energy behind behind it and your emotions behind it. And no one tests it because it's just so clear. And you can have this with anything you want in your life and your business, but you have to become that person. And this is where cleaning up the, the conflicted programming that's inside of you, your belief system is so essential. It's about really changing that and changing how you see yourself, your self image. 
which is something that we talk a lot about at the summit. So if you're interested in that, please check out the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. Um, you can go to our website for that, theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. Now, if you need to set a boundary, first you need to get clear about when you are triggered. Okay. When are you in the wobble? When is there an issue? You need to articulate that. When X happens, I do Y and it Y is not what I want. Okay. When X happens, this is the situation. I don't want this situation. Where, where is this happening? Okay. This is where you need to get super, super clear. And you will know that this is happening if you are triggered in some way, if you're reactive in some way, if you're emotionally hooked in some way, even if you're just slightly annoyed, there's an internal conflict that's saying, I don't like this outside thing, but I don't feel like I can manage it. And so that is a sign, especially when it's with another person, that is a sign that you need to clean something up, clean something up internally, but also most likely set a conscious articulated external boundary as well. That's a hundred percent your responsibility. Okay. When there's this internal conflict, when you're triggered, that means there's this subconscious programming that is calling you in a different direction saying you should do this over here. Whereas your conscious desire is to show up like this over here, over there. Okay. So the programming says you need to drop everything for other people. The conscious desire is you want to be focused at work between nine and three every day. Okay. The subconscious programming says that you, um, need to help people, uh, immediately when they ask for help. Your conscious desire is to choose who you want to help and not be so reactive. Okay. So you get the idea. This is an internal programming conflict versus an external, uh, or I should say a conscious awareness of a, a new way you want to be a desire of how you want to um, do this. And while you work this out, okay. And again, this is something we help people with. Okay. You are going to need to be able to set an outer boundary. These are time limits. Okay. How much time are you spending on the phone with someone? How much time are you going to help people? Um, and I'm not saying time is the only boundary setting, but I want to give you a couple examples. Time is an example. Um, only being available at certain times on your calendar, um, telling people when you'll call them, when you need to go. That's a, that's like creating a time boundary as well. I'll call you at 7 PM on Sunday and I have until 8 PM to work with you on this. That's a time boundary. Okay. You might have a topic boundary. These topics are off limits. Okay. This, this is not something that gets discussed. My personal life is not something I discuss with my clients, for instance. Okay. So, so there are topics that you can tell your parents, your siblings, your friends, your clients, your contractors, your team members, these are off limits. I, d I don't discuss that with you. Okay. And then you can also set a boundary around behavior. What behaviors are, are you unavailable for? 
get get super super clear on this and then the rub with sent, setting a boundary is that there needs to be a consequence if you set a boundary with someone and there's no consequence and they break that boundary they cross that boundary what do they have to lose nothing Nothing will change. There needs to be a consequence and you need to be someone who enforces that consequence. So setting a boundary looks like, this is what it looks like. If you're unwilling to agree with that boundary and you cross that boundary, this is the consequence. And it needs to be severe enough that people wake up and pay attention. That is dependent on the situation. And then you need to enforce that. You need to be someone who is going to follow through on that consequence. And if it's with yourself, that's a little challenging. Okay. So it's good to get accountability outside of yourself if you're setting a boundary with yourself. Okay. With that, I'm Amira Alvarez, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to the unstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes. That really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.